Welcome to the Futurist Public Intellectual on March 3rd, 2023. Four Americans were kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, soon after crossing the Texas-Mexico border. Four days later, two were dead and two were rescued alive. The Gulf Cartel, one of the powerful Mexican drug cartels, took responsibility for the incident and even took the extraordinary step of turning in the five cartel members who were allegedly involved in this incident with an apology letter. These members apparently mistook the four Americans as Haitian drug smugglers. The letter censured the perpetrator's lack of respect for innocent people and apologized directly to the people of Matamoros and the Americans affected by this tragedy. What's absolutely fascinating about this incident is that the sequence of events evinces the true nature of these drug cartels. They are international corporations. Turning in the five cartel members was a public relations move. It's no different from what an oil company would do after an oil spill or an automotive company would do after their car's airbags fail to deploy. The fact that the Gulf cartel felt the need to repair their reputation goes to show that its leaders know that they are not invincible and are subject to the vagaries of public opinion. In fact, this incident seems to indicate another truth about Mexico. The drug cartels are the de facto government, regardless of the Mexican Republic's de jure legitimacy. So why are the drug cartels concerned about public relations? As a pseudo-corporate entity in the global capitalist stage, they are subject to the same market forces as any other corporation, supply and demand. If northeastern Mexico can't trust the drug cartel to run the government smoothly without alienating the region's income stream, i.e. Americans, then that's the beginning of the end for the Gulf cartel. It doesn't matter how much firepower you have. No government can hold onto power without either the cooperation of or submission by its subjects. In that sense, the leaders of this cartel are very self-aware about their situation. I will be the first to admit that I am largely ignorant about Mexico in specific and about Latin America in general. However, what I can say is that regardless of Mexico's contribution to the continued existence of drug cartels, the ultimate culpability lies with us. We have to recognize our hand in the power of these cartels. First of all, the United States is the world's largest drug market. It is estimated that Americans spend $100 billion on marijuana, cocaine, heroin, and meth. Mexican drug cartels make a portion of this, estimated at $25 billion. As a comparison, Hollywood takes in $11 billion from the North American market. Drugs are bigger than movies. The reality is simple to understand then. Without American demand, Mexican drug cartels would have no business. Without business, Mexico would need to pivot its economic model, 
just like any other corporation that experiences obsolescence. The drug abuse problem in America has many dimensions, but one facet that I will address today is normalization. While the continuing legalization of marijuana could be argued as a step in the right direction, one concern is that it contributes to the normalization of drug use. As more and more children grow up seeing adults engage in legal recreational drug use, how does one tell people that they shouldn't graduate to cocaine or painkillers? According to the 2020 National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 47.2% of respondents who used pain relievers non-medically got them through a relative or friend. Clearly, users beget users. For both Mexico and the United States, we cannot continue to perpetuate this drug-addicted reality. Americans need to ask themselves if they want to live in a culture where drug use is normalized. Don't we want a future where drug abuse is minimal? If we can start to recognize that drugs are never the solution to anything, then perhaps we can reduce the demand for drugs in this country far enough that the Mexican drug cartels will have to pursue legal livelihoods. Then maybe the three North American allies can live in peace and harmony. Thank you for listening to The Futurist public, intellectual, 